Thanks, worship team. You guys served as well. So I'm just going to ask if we can maybe just stretch out our hands. I'm just going to pray for, for Roland, just as he's going to bring the word to us. <laughs> Father, we just want to thank you for Roland. We thank you, Father, for the gift that he is and how he gives himself to the building of your church, God. And we pray tonight that you will use him um, to build into us, God, a greater sense of who you are. Um, and we trust for revelation to come, God, that as he speaks, pray for your Holy Spirit to come and open up and reveal to us a greater and a deeper sense of who you are in our lives and what we want to be through our lives. And so we come, God, and we say, thank you for Roland, and we receive him in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful to be with you guys this evening. Um, it's like I, I felt like you guys were actually like the second best congregation in Joyce Jen. Because Brackenfell's the best. <laughs> uh, you only get the mic every now and again, so you've got to make the most of it. As we were worshipping, that wasn't me, eh? As we were worshipping, I just felt uh, my mind ba- went back to 11 years ago. <laughs> this time, 11 years ago, Will laid on the bed next to me, up in Benoni, and he said to me, Roland, you need to hand this church over. You are not going to make it if you don't. Allow God to come and do what He wants to do. I tell you, it was difficult, but we did it. And I can honestly say that we're living in a great place now. We came down, we spent five years in Durbanville getting reshaped by Russell. Because I was a bit of a, I don't want to say wild, I think that's, I was a rough diamond, the people from Brackenfell told me. Um, and, uh, but when we had been there for five years, it's amazing. At this time of the year, as we went through the conference, we were actually sent to go and take over Brackenfell. Now I'm almost going to start crying again. <laughs> Not because it's so nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's, and you know, we find ourselves in different places in our life. We, we, we find ourselves in different seasons of our life. And uh, I really believe that nothing happens by chance. I really do believe that things happen because God has ordained them to happen. And uh, tonight, I, I want to just quickly look at, I've, I've titled this, Why Do We Exist? Why do we exist? And if, think about that right where you're sitting now. Why do you exist? And if you want to answer that, it's actually your choice. Right back there in the beginning, God gave Adam and Eve the choice as to what they would do. And I really believe tonight, as I'm speaking, there are people that are going to be making choices. That uh, this is what I believe God has for me. Or that is what I believe God wants me to do. And so we, we cannot just uh, uh, meander along in life without having direction. We need to have purpose. We need to know why we exist. 
And when you make that decision, that choice, is it a choice out of conviction or is it a choice out of preference? Do you do it because you believe this is what God wants you to do or do you do it because you feel that it's the easy way to go? And tonight, as, our, as we pray uh, Brett and Abby out and we pray Basil and Shirley in, those have been difficult decisions for both of them. People think, oh, that's going to be great. No, in the kingdom of God, we fight for everything. We come against the enemy in every area of our life and different areas as we function in different things. And so I want to say to you, what is... You know, when the word for sin is if we aim at a target and we miss it, to miss means to sin. Are you aiming or are you just floundering around? Because you can only flounder for so long before the enemy comes and takes you out. You can only flounder for so long before you drown. Have you seen a person, when I was young, I was a, a lifesaver, had a beautiful build, grew up in Durban, surfer in warm water, no wetsuits, so we had nice bronzed bodies, and there were times when I saw people drowning, and we'd swim out to them, and when you get to them, they want to climb on top of your head to get above you. And every now and again, you had to give them a, a slap just to orientate them because they're like, oh, they, they just go mad. And you don't want to find yourself in that place of floundering, being sucked down by the enemy. And you will find yourself in that place if you don't know what your, the reason for your existence is. In the book of Esther, if you've read, that's in the, for the young guys, that's in the Old Testament. You know the book of Esther. It's so nice to have so many young people here. Because we, we got all the old people in Brackenfeld. Look at him, how old he is. Um, there's a book called Esther, and it says, We are born for such a time as this. Do you believe that? That you are really in the right place at the right time now. In South Africa, in Cape Town, well, that's better than it would be somewhere else. But do you believe that at this moment, this is where God wants you? If you don't, folks, you need to find out from God, what do you have for me? So the reasons that we exist, Matthew 22 and verse 37, probably all of you can you can quote this. It says, Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. So if, what's the first thing? Love the Lord your God. Oh, yes, we've heard that so often. But you know what? Often we love for position. We love for uh, power. But God wants us to love for presence. He wants us in His presence. He wants us to love Him as we look into His face, not always looking to His hand. And for what He can do for us. 
Mark 8 and verse 34, it says, If anyone intends to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Folk, what does it mean to take up your cross? It's not the thing that hangs around your neck. In those days, a cross was a killing instrument. It's how they killed people, was to hang them on a cross. And when they hung them on that cross, can, can you just imagine the splinters and the, the nails as they went in? But it was, Patsy and I, we grow aloes. And so every now and again, we see a, a snail on our aloe. And you've got to put your hand in there to the aloe. And we get a little scratch here and then. We're like, whoa, that's really painful. Can you imagine comparing that to being hung on a cross? Hung on a cross. Killing machine. What does it mean to pick up your cross? What does it mean to you? This evening to pick up your cross. It means anything that cuts across God's will for your life. You need to lay it down. And that's when you can see that people are prepared to pick up their cross. They're prepared to lay down what they believe could be theirs or might be theirs. But they want God's plans and purposes in their life. But the problem is, we are dead to ourselves. And if we start to get into a fight with God, it gets quite messy when you are dead. Can you imagine? It's not going to be pleasant. What does it mean to love God with all your heart and all your soul and all your mind? For me, often I, I used to always say, if we love God, we obey God. That's what the word says. Obedience is God's love language. If we obey Him, we love Him. Folk, I want to I say to you tonight, you know what? Obedience will only take you so far. If we don't add love to obedience, we will only go so far. Because we'll start to lose our passion. Passion for me is love plus obedience. Well, you know that you can obey somebody without loving them. What do you guys do when you go to work every day? If you're told what to do, you do it, but you don't necessarily love it. That's right. We need to be those in our relationship with God. We're not only doing it out of obedience, but that we're doing it out of a place of love as well. Love and obedience brings us passion. I really just feel tonight while we're sitting here, there may be some people that uh, you've found yourself walking in obedience, which is a good thing, but it's getting hard. And it's getting difficult. And you're finding that you're starting to get bent over and you're not able to do what God has called you to do. Even in your marriage. Maybe you're sitting here this evening and your marriage is not in the place that it should be. And so it's causing you to be bent over. 
When we get to the end, I wonder if you guys could just stand and we'll pray with you. Please don't not stand. Maybe maybe stand right now if you're in that place. Be courageous. Come, stand up right now. There we are. Anyone else? Come on, stand up. There we go. Stand up. Stand up. People around them, just reach your hands out to them. These are people that we love, and these are people that we care for, and they are finding themselves in a difficult situation. And so, Father, right now, I just pray for these people. In the name of Jesus Christ, that your love would envelop them. It would be like big dollops of grace on their life right now, Lord. I thank you for your power in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You can sit down now. If you want to, you don't have to. Sometimes God just begins to touch people and they don't want to move on. They want to stay there. And that's, that's great. Stay there. But we need to be those people that are looking for opportunities to love God. What am I talking about? On a Sunday night, up at the front, worshiping God with everything inside of us. That's loving God. Because as God, Jesus, reveals himself to us, so we begin to worship in a fresh place. So we need to be those. That hearts are open and asking God to help us to love Him. The second reason, the, the second reason we exist is to love one another. Everybody quotes that, love one another. You know, in John 13, 34, it says, A new commandment I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. That word love is actually a verb, it's not a noun. So when you say love, it means you get up and you love. For me that day when Will, now that I've moved on, I, can, I haven't got tears anymore. But that day when Will came and laid next to the bed, laid next to me on the bed, I just felt so much love. So much love. I tried to get help from other people. I couldn't get it. They were all interested in taking over the church, but they weren't interested in helping me. Will just came and he laid next to me and he said, Roland, you might never do the same thing that you're doing now, but God has got a place for you in the kingdom of God. And so me and Andrew are asking you to come down to Cape Town. We weren't happy, I can tell you. Our grandchildren were up there. Our family were up there. For me, it's not about Cape. Cape Town's beautiful. But for me, what's beautiful is where my grandchildren are and where my family is, where my boys were. But you know what? When, when Will spoke to me, it was like the Lord speaking to me. I remember I went to... I'm sorry I'm picking on Will, Pam. I remember I went to Will's 60th birthday. <clears throat> he hardly knew me, but he invited me. Took a chance. <laughs> and I've said to everybody, I went to Will's 60th birthday. And I saw such, God used him so powerfully and for the rest of his life. 
He was 60. And so that's been my thing. I'm turned 60. Now what? No, I've, I've, I've had a model that I've, I've seen just worked out. It's been incredible. And for, for Basil and Shirley and, and Brett and Abby as well, this is just the start of the next part of the journey. It really is. I'm, I'm excited. I'm also, I think that we actually should be delighted with the fact that we have been given the privilege tonight to actually see God adjust some of his key players. And so I, I, I'm here with an expectation tonight that God will do something really special. And the third reason, go and make disciples. We all know that. Go and make disciples. The problem is we end up making converts. We don't make disciples. Folk, I want to I encourage you tonight that if you bring somebody to you with, to this congregation and they give their life to Jesus Christ, that you take the responsibility to actually bring those people into a place of discipleship with Jesus. Because people get saved, they walk out, and they are lost. And Basil and Shirley are not going to be able to do it. They're going to need you guys to actually help them to do it. I wrote here, the, the church exists for the benefit of the non-members. We actually exist for those that don't belong yet. While we're waiting for Jesus to work for us, Jesus is waiting to work through us. Are you available tonight? I know, I've grown to know Brett over the years. I must admit, we haven't been as close as I'd like to, but we've, we've got a friendship. And I've seen God work through his life. And I believe that this is just the next portion of his journey. Basil and Shirley, I, I don't know that well, but um, I'm sure God is going to work powerfully through their lives. I've just got such a good sense of what God is going to come and God is going to do. It's amazing. In John 9, 25, it says, the blind guy, he's speaking about Jesus. It says, he replied, whether he is a sinner or not, I don't know. One thing I do know, I was blind, but now I see. Folks, for me, the, the thing that we need to be doing to bring people into the kingdom of God, to see growth, to, to see people's lives being changed, is just sharing our testimony. I was blind, but now I can see. Are you, are you sitting out tonight, you're saying, well, that's where I was. But now this is what he has done. Tonight, I think this just becomes another part of Basil and Shirley and Brett and Abby's testimony. That I was blind. I was doing whatever I was doing. But now I'm doing this that Jesus called me to do. I wonder if we could just bow our heads quickly. I don't know you guys, fortunately. Fortunately for you. Uh, but 
I wonder if there are any among you tonight that have never made a decision to surrender your life to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Are there any of you? Stick your hand up tonight. We'd, we'd love to pray for you. Is there anyone like that? The next thing is, is there anyone among you tonight that you feel that you can't carry on in whatever area of your life, in your work situation, in your marriage, in your whatever situation it is? Is there anyone like that? Great. Then what I'm going to do is, Brett, I'm going to get you up here, get up some of the, the elders that have been with Brett. Oh, no, that's fine. Where is she? I wonder, uh, Andrew and Liz and any of the other elders from other congregations, Rion. Yes, Philip. Guys, it's important that we send them tonight. That it's not just a, oh, we have to do this thing. This is a privilege for us to do this, to pray for these guys tonight. We love them. We care for them. We want to see God's best for them. Any of you guys want to pray? You want to pray for them? Father, we thank you that um, this is in your purpose and your plan, God, that we live with a sovereign God that uh, goes uh, ahead. And uh, Father, this is not by chance. This is not your second plan. This is not a, another thought, but that God, that this is in your perfect plan. And God, we acknowledge that. And uh, Father, we pray for them as a couple, as a family. And we really do pray in this season, God, that you would unlock that which you're wanting to do in and through them, God. That, Father, that you would reveal uh, a greater degree of who you are to them, God. That they would be able to uh, enter into a deeper place of intimacy and growth in you, God. And that, Lord, as they look back over this time, that they would see um, your hand in every single way. And, God, we know that change is, is often difficult in many places. But, Father, would you just smooth the way ahead for them, God. Would your anointing and favor be upon them? And, uh, God, would you just bless them in every way. We thank you for the... Um, deep work that you've done in this congregation, God. We thank you um, that they have fulfilled what you've asked. And so, Father, we just pray that in this, this changeover, in this transition, that, uh, God, that uh, as they were a blessing here, that they would be an incredible blessing to the morning with Rian and the eldership there, God, and just build um, family with them, God, uh, in that place, we ask in Jesus' name. Father, we just want to thank you for your peace. I uh, thank you, God, that in this place, God, that we can take, um, just know that your thoughts are not our thoughts and your ways are not our ways, God. And I thank you that your ways are perfect. And for that, God, I thank you that we can rest in your peace, God. And so we want to pray your peace over Brett and Abby, God, as they do this transition, God. We thank you, God, that uh, your hand has been faithful, God, in leading them. 
um, not just through this, but into the next season as well, God. And we want to pray for the congregation. We thank you, God, that um, you are the one that builds your church. You are the one that holds us together, God. And in this, God, we look to you, God, to lead us, uh, to give us wisdom, and to give us understanding in this next season, God. And we want to thank you for Brett and Abby. Thank you for their lives. Thank you for saving them. Thank you, Father, that their names are written in the book of life, God. And we pray, Lord, in that we revel today, God. We revel and give glory to you for their lives. Father, thank you for your faithfulness. We, we come to you, our faithful Father. And we commit these two to you, Lord, that you will do a great work in them. God, that which you've done, you will complete. You've started, you will complete. God, will you, I ask that you will bring them into a broad place, that there be much blossom and flourishing in their lives in these days and weeks and months ahead. God, we give them to you and say, have your way. Will you use them even more um, in a greater way, Lord, as they come into new revelation of who you are, of you as their father um, and their Lord. God, we love you. We do thank you. You're in this. You've got this. And we so love them. Thank you, Jesus. I was reminded of a picture I saw or I was told about of... um, a desert, but in that desert there was a very fruitful valley. And the reason why there was a fruitful valley is because the, the dew came down from the mountain and, and went into the valley and created moisture and um, uh, allowed things to grow. And it reminded me of, that, of, the, of the psalm that talks about the unity. Blessed are the brothers that dwell in you. It's like the dew of Hermon. And I feel like this is going to be a time, an oasis time for you, a time of fruitfulness, even though it may feel like a valley. And as you seek greater unity together, as you and Rianne work together, as you, as you build into the congregation in unity, God is going to command his blessing. And we want to do that over you now. We command your blessing, the blessing of God over you both, the blessing of God, that this would be fruitfulness. And many, many people would, would take of that fruitfulness, that it would be an oasis for others, a source of water for others. We, we command that blessing in the name of Jesus. Yeah, Father, I want to pray for um, Wes and Bethy. I thank you for them, Lord. And I, as I pray for this transition. I pray that they would, yes, that your hand will be on them as well, Lord. I thank you that they can look up to their parents and see a sacrifice and see an obedience and see, see a love and passion to see your kingdom grow, your kingdom come. Father, I pray that you would also just bless them. I pray that they will have so much fun that they'll immediately be joined to friends. I thank you for friends already there. Um, yeah, and I just pray that they will grow into more and more of what you want for them, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, Father, I just thank you for this couple, Lord, and Father, the gifting that is upon their lives, Lord. And uh, Lord, I know there's so many of us, Lord, that are, we are not the same because of their love and their, their open-handedness, Lord, and their, 
their love for us and, and just how, God, you've used them, Lord. Lord, just the, the ability that Brett has to just unlock things in people's lives. Lord, it's like you've, you've given him the keys. Lord, people say, I can only go this far. And he says, no, come. We together can go further. And, Father, I pray, God, that, Lord, the gifting that you've given him, Lord, as he has those keys, Lord, those godly, supernatural, Holy Spirit-inspired keys, Lord, that he's going to continue to unlock the favor, unlock the potential of the power of the Holy Spirit in people's lives. Lord, where they, where they think they could never go, Lord, together, Lord, just the gifting, they're going to go. And, Father, I thank you. Just continue that unlocking in their lives, Lord, as they touch and minister into the people that await them, Lord. Thank you for this couple, Lord. Thank you for who they are and how they've served you so faithfully, Lord, and how we will never be the same because of that, that we love you more because of how they've loved us. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thanks, guys. Andrew and Liz, I wonder if you could just stay up here as we pray for, for Basil. Basil and Shirley, I wonder if you guys would come up. This is the new mommy and daddy of this congregation. I trust you get to know him. I really enjoy him because we, I, I love to joke and have fun and Basil's like that too. So uh, Shirley has to keep, Shirley and Patty have to keep us in line, but <laughs> somebody <laughs> has to. <laughs> Should I pray for you? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Lord, this is amazing. Thank you, Lord. That you have brought Basil and Shirley into Josh Jen, and now you've brought them into Edgemead PM, Lord. I thank you that they have such a bright future here, Lord. That uh, Brett has laid a good foundation, Lord. That they would be able to build on it because it is, that foundation has been built well, Lord. And so, Lord, I pray that you would knit their hearts with those that are in this congregation that you would uh, make many friends amongst these people, Lord. That, Lord, you would just give them the confidence to come up to them and chat to them and just enjoy their being together with them, Lord. And so, Lord, I thank you that uh, uh, you would have your hand upon them, Lord. Oh, Father, you're just so amazing. What an amazing journey. God, you are, you are doing great things. And we thank you for this couple. Thank you that you've brought them to us for such a time as this. You've brought them to this place for such a time as this. Um, you, you're a God who has plans and purposes beyond our dreams, beyond our wildest dreams. God, and we thank you for them. We thank you for the gift that you've put in them. We thank you for... Um, the ministry that they're going to take forward in this place. God, I ask for an anointing on them now in the name of Jesus. We speak an anointing on them, a fresh anointing for this time and this people and Edgemead PM. God, will you anoint them for this task? Will you go far beyond what they can ask or imagine or think? 
God, will you do it? Because you're a God of miracles. You're a God of the impossible. And you're a God who breaks open things that we just do not expect. So we ask you to do that, Lord. And we ask for your anointing on them in the name of Jesus. I felt God say that you're seasoned fishermen. And you are like the disciples. You are people who just, when Jesus says, come, you come. That you're, you've, you have a track record of seasoned fishering and obeying God. And I feel like in this season, it's going to be a net mending season and a call to arms to pull that net in. And that as, actually as a congregation to come behind them and say, we can do this together. We can do this together. Because these are seasoned fishermen to be trusted. So I'm glad you gave that word. I'm not going to pray. I'm going to do something funnier. Um, And so if you guys have been in any of the gatherings, we've, we've welcomed people into our family. We do that. What's in your fridge is my thing, and what's in my fridge is your thing. And I was feeling the whole night. I don't know if you've ever done that with us. No. Okay, tonight we will. And so, so let me explain quickly. It's when, when you guys are coming in, the, the whole thing is what's in my fridge is yours and your fridge is, we don't want to just do church on a Sunday. We want to do church Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's just a, it's a, it's an opening of our hearts and minds and, and, and lives and houses and families and food to each other. And I thought it would be great if we could do this because if you guys have just been, if you guys love them just a little bit, and the love that I've received from you, man, they're going to feel so loved. They're going to never want to leave this congregation. And so could I ask you, if you are in the Edgemead PM congregation specifically, if you could stand very quickly with us. And I want to start with you guys so that they kind of know what they're expecting. And so I will say something I don't quite know. I can't remember exactly the words that Andrew uses, but we'll, not this Andrew, the other Andrew, um, but we will try our best. Do you, you got a good memory. Do you know it? No? Okay. Anyone got a good memory? Anyways, it goes something like this. We love you. And we welcome you into our lives, into our homes, and we submit ourselves under you as our new leaders. What's in my fridge is yours. So welcome. Yeah. Nice. So you've got to do the same now, because it's, it's not a one-way thing. It's the same thing. So, Lord Jesus, help us. Do you want to do this? It's down, we've done the path already. You know. It's too late now. And so, um, will you remember that, or do you want me to just quit? Okay. And so, to HBPM. To HBPM. We love you. We love you. We here for you. We here for you. We give our hearts. We give our hearts. Our minds. Our minds. Our home. Our lives, our lives to you, to, you. To, serve you to serve you and to clap you. Some, no, no, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Let's all those guys that gave me all those gray hairs over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, what's in our fridge? What's in our fridge? Is yours. Yours. Don't cover all at one time. Yeah. <laughs> don't cover all at one time. And be careful for the young guys, like Josh and the guys. They don't have anything in their fridge, but they eat everything in your fridge. So, just be careful. <laughs> And so what do we say at weddings? We give you Mr. and Mrs. HBPM. 
Sorry, we haven't forgotten about Victor and Rinda, but they're going to be joining us in the in the AM congregation as well. Come come up as a well, I can't come up as a family more because uh, Lily left us a f- few months ago already. Anyways, uh, guys, we love them. There might be a lot. Just come quickly, surround them quickly. Sorry, as they come with us and journey. And this is only some of the people that love you. Just making that very clear. And um, amazing couple. Who wants to? Who Lord? Who wants to pray? Yeah, Father, I thank you for the gift that Victor and Lorinda and their family have been to us in HVPM. Um, gifts, spiritual gifts, but also as people gifts that they've just loved well and they've opened their home. And Lord, we just really pray now as we send them out with our blessing to the AM that they would continue to be a gift. That Father, that there's um, that you would continue to use them as spiritual gifts. You continue to use them as people gifts that they would love well, that they would open their home, and that, Father, they would become so knitted in, so integral to the fabric of that congregation as they have here, that, Father, they would um, just, yeah, worm their way in real fast and, um, and find relationship and find your heart and, and just flow in ways that they've only dreamed of before, that, Father, your anointing would double in them, that, Father, as they submit to new leaders and as they work with a new team, that, Father, your anointing in them would double and would grow and they would see things they've only dreamed and you would be good through them to others in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you, for, um, Father, for this couple, Lord, for, for who they are, Lord, and for the work that um, they have done, Lord. And I know that we won't even, we, won't, we don't realize, Father. We don't, we don't realize how many times they just stood in the gap. And they just stepped up, and I just want to honor them for that, Lord. Honor for the many times when Linda has been a mother um, to um, even grown people in this church, <laughs> to me. Um, and Victor, with his wisdom and his wit, and just being that godly father in this household, um, Father. And I just want to thank you and honor them, Lord. And I just want to, yeah, I just want... For this next season, Lord, just pour your favor and blessings upon them, Lord. Yeah, just pave, you pave the way ahead, Lord. And may they just walk gently, but also with um, courage in this new season. Um, when, um, when, at the time of the preach, when um, they were talking about loving people, like, Love the Lord the God is one thing, but loving people in action is a whole other thing. And Roland was speaking about that. You guys popped into my mind, actually. And, and I want to just say as a congregation, these guys, it's never too late. It's never too much trouble. It's never too much money. It's never too, it's never, it's never, it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. You guys will drop anything at a, at a drop of a hat to assist and to help and to love and to be there. And man, you you guys are an amazingly special couple. And uh, I, 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 don't cry, man. I've been so good tonight. But I really feel like, and I'm not just blowing when, you I mean, I really feel like God's looking down on you. And he's going, yeah, that couple, they got my heart. And they reflect me well. And uh, I really do feel like you're also going to be coming into a time of flourishing. And God has done so much. Over the last, how many years have we known each other? A long time, 13, 14 years, whatever it is. 
I really do believe that it is your time to move with your jobs that God has provided, with the new, just everything is just falling into place. Your kids moving and doing their thing. It just, it feels right. And so I feel like the Lord is smiling upon you, that his blessing is on you, that you have unity of heart, mind, and soul. And I think you're going to continue to flourish beyond and bring wind into wherever you go and whatever you do. So highly love you guys. And we highly love you guys. And so thank you for serving us so faithfully for all these years, especially over the last five years or so in this congregation. And so we deeply love you. I had a, a picture now of when the, the, the waves come in and it breaks against the shore and then there's these little channels in the hard rock and then all of a sudden yeah. the pressure comes up and yeah. it just it bursts yeah. forth. Yeah. And I felt that this is a season for yeah. you guys that it's not about you being anything else yeah. but you, what yeah. God has made you to be. Yeah. And his word is coming through yeah. and it's going to burst forth in those explosions yeah. and everyone's going to see and they're going to say God is good. Amen. Beggars. Whose phone is this? Anyone's phone? Amen. So I want to encourage you that that's going to be it for tonight. Um, we, there's a lot of, you can already smell the burgers. Um, and so. Yeah, I want to encourage you to come and have a wonderful time of fellowship. Thank you to everybody that came out, some Sunningdale guys. I think there's been a couple of different visitors. And so thank you for coming. I pray that um, you will have an awesome week. And yeah, and excited to see what God is going to do through Basil and Shirley. And we're excited for, for Brett and Abby and Victor and Lorenda to come to AM. I believe God is going to do great things. Amen. Have a wonderful evening. Let's go have some burgers.